What's up, everybody? Welcome back to World Madness, the podcast where we talk about interesting things that absolutely blow your mind. Thanks for staying tuned for another episode. I'm your host, Paul Burns, and joining me, I am super excited, is a very delightful guest. He's considered to be one of my kookiest, craziest motherfucking friends on that list. He goes by the name Cody Hit. Oh my god! Do you have any nicknames, by the way? Fuck you. I got more than I ever <laughs> Yeah! So not, that's worth. Not given by myself. <laughs> not given by yourself? No. I Dude. Definitely endowed upon me. Dude, what is up, man? Thanks for being a part of this. Oh, dude, you're welcome. <laughs> you're so welcome, my love. By the way, have you ever done any podcast? I thought you were going to ask me another question. Just like, to, just to clarify this. That sounded like you were going to ask me if I have, have, have I ever done anal? I don't want to answer that question, Paul. Okay, we will, we'll get to those <laughs> Q&A questions later on. But first off is first, this is the first time ever, so we're probably popping the cherry right now. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm a virgin. You're nice. popping my cherry. Hell yeah, dude. Orgasm. Cody, we've been friends Deep. for about a year now, and I gotta say, this friendship has gotten us so far. We play music, we have good chemistry of just fucking making music together, and we have like the same interests of comedy. How great is that? Let's start off for, <laughs> <laughs> let's start off by uh, by the what? <laughs> Why are you laughing, dude? How great is that? How great is, how great is that? <laughs> Pretty fucking great, Let's I gotta just, say. Back to you in the in the studio, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> let's just make it. A, let's just make a clear uh, statement by saying, I hope first of all you guys are all doing safe out there. I know times are tough, but you know what? You just gotta fucking bear with it, because times are just gonna get better by the time what election year comes through because apparently all this is going to disappear <laughs> but but don't be safe just do safe yeah do safe yeah make make sure you're all doing safe as paul said exactly <laughs> cody where did we meet what share that we, story we met at some fucking sloppy joe's ass house party in the middle of the valley yeah so, what, what was that winnetka Dude, bunch of white stoners. <laughs> I lived in that fucking house, and I was sitting there playing the cool guy and chilling by the front door, watching the watching this band called Family Man play, and they blew my fucking mind. But um, yeah, hurry Paul, for Canada. Yeah, hurry for Canada. <laughs> Hashtag Montreal. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Paul, Paul's sexy ass walks in from the, from the kitchen side and just stops right at the doorway. And of course I look at him and his long gold, his long gorgeous hair and perfect locks. And I'm like, what's up there, Goldilocks? Mind you, I've never met this dude before in my life. I had no idea who he was, <laughs> but that's just who I am. So, and of course... He jumps right into gear, and this is how I knew he'd be my friend forever. He's he he. I think he uh, did a couple of bounding <laughs> fucking gazelle leaps, with the biggest smile I'd ever seen on his on his face, aside from my own. And so, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> 
And I think um, we kind of danced there in a very bromantic way for a second. <laughs> very bromantic. Anybody who was watching that probably would have been uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I so agree on that. Dude, everybody was probably like, what the fuck is yeah, going yeah, on here? Yeah. We were definitely enjoying ourselves, though. Yes. We, we were best friends the moment we met. Yeah, and then... And then I asked him if he, uh, if he plays any... Anything and he's like, yeah, dude, I play drums, and I just so happened to be looking for a drummer. Like that was the thing I needed most. And I was like, well, uh, what kind of music do you play? He's like, well, I'm, I'm very grungy. I like, I like pop punk. Those my thing. Travis, look, think of me as mixed between Travis Barker and Dave Grohl. Oh. I'm like, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you down? Are you in any bands? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, are you down to take on any other projects? He's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the rest is history. Yeah. And then the, I think that so, was on a Friday, August 16th. Wow, he remembers. And like Oh, this is, actually, this is actually literally going to be tomorrow. Like a, a good girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> it's like our year anniversary. <laughs> oh, my God. But He's taking me out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, not yet. We're doing it tomorrow. Okay. Don't forget our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I will throw a total BF. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. I get to be the girl. Yeah, yeah, you'll be the girl. That's so funny. But yeah, um, that was on a Friday, and then I remember Cody coming to my show. He surprisingly just fucking went berserk mode. Just, ugh. Like, someone just, like, grabbed onto me. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and it's like, hey. He with himself. You should have seen his face. Yeah, oh God, and I was so like, funny. it was, like, so unexpected that Cody's like, what's up, man? I was like, whoa, you're here. He's like, yeah, man. I said I would last night. You know, don't you remember? I'm like, not really. <laughs> most people are so flaky, but Cody wasn't. He, Cody is just one of those humble ass people where he'll say it and he'll do it. He's like, he's still that last warrior of like commitment. Again, that's a key word that we're missing in, uh. in normal society. We don't have commitment. And it's almost like people have thrown, it's like a burden. People have just flushed it down the drain and don't know what the fuck it means to be loyal and you're one of those few people in, out in this world well gee tell me how you really feel <laughs> <laughs> let's not get into that right now yeah <coughs> no but yeah Shit. people are people are listening but yeah um cody's just thanks one of those, bro yeah of course <coughs> and i really appreciate that you came through the show and it was, it was fun you were actually holding the camera I don't that, know if you were actually, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was holding the camera. I, I was holding the camera. Uh, Antonio, <laughs> actually, he was what he was the one who was filming that day, and he was gonna give you guys an interview afterwards. But he uh, he asked me to to do some camera time for him, and I was like, sure, dude. And I was up there zooming and whatnot. And then when you guys got to your last song, I didn't get to dance or mosh or anything to any of your songs, so I was like, I'm just putting placing it right in the center. <laughs> Get all of you, and I'm I'm hitting this fucking pit right now. Yeah. I just smashed in front of the camera. Just bah! got nuts with. Oh no, that was when Garrett was still in the band. Holy shit! Oh yeah, that's right. That was his last day. Yeah, it was his last day, and I was gonna steal you away. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a pretty cool experience. That was. I was. I was tits. Yeah, it was just like it was like an event of full of all these local artists and bands in that one spot. Yeah. And we just so happened to like all meet each other. That's when I met Jeremy for the first time. I've seen him around, but I didn't properly meet him. 
Right. And then he was there, and then all these other the, cool bands like were there. The awkward tall bearded guy. Yeah, the awkward weirdy with the beardy. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> fucking, this guy reminds me of a wizard, dude. He's like, this guy's dope. <laughs> he is the wizard. <laughs> and then um, I just remember uh, I was kind of nervous, but uh, at the same time, because I get like this with every new project, I'm like, okay, fuck. A, am I going to be good enough? Two, uh, is this going to be my style? And three, are we even going to click? Well, turns out none of that fucking matter because we went in. You had like your gear on, your work gear. Like you just came out. I don't know. Like, yeah. like you were done from work and you're like chugging bubba and you're like, are we fucking doing this or what? And I'm like, oh yeah, we are, dude. It was so awesome. Just like, re- like rolled through right behind my car. I was like, oh fuck, dude. He's here. Dude, that's like a fucking... That's like a movie, dude. Yeah, that's like something you hear in a in a documentary, or seeing a documentary of a band, of like a really big band, classic rock band. I just they, remember like, met. yeah, I just remember setting up and <laughs> we must have played three songs of your stuff. Like, we know, not completely. Oh, like the like, first night? Yeah. Knocked them out? Yeah. yeah. It was so great. And, it, and from there on, like, the rest is history. You know? Yeah, there there was no, there was no, um, uh, what's it called? It just meshed. We just meshed so well. There were, there was no, there were no speed bumps. There was no drag. It was just, we just mixed perfectly. And I think it's because, it's be too, it's because of, yours and my relationship with each other we just we just vibe yeah perfectly i felt like we were really comfortable uh when we were playing from from the get-go dude. yeah i knew it was gonna work out the moment i met you yeah it was just like okay this guy knows well like this guy's yeah. very patient he's not egotistical he's not he, he's like not hard on people like like, there's been plenty of musicians where, yeah. I'm sure you've heard, like, they, they just want everything in fucking one take. Or they, they get frustrated, like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, those people just don't realize that um, they're so blinded by their ego that they don't realize that the vision they have in their fucking mind is not in reality on a piece of paper or in a video. It's something that these, the people you're working with have to basically guess to try and figure out. Yeah. And they're just waiting for your approval. So <clears throat> until you give them your approval and they do get it down, then if they fuck it up, then you can fucking yell at them. Screw it. Oh, yeah. I still don't, but, <laughs> you know, to each their own. I've never yelled at you, Paul. No. You've always been so kind. And I, I can't. I just couldn't. I would feel so bad. You're just so sweet. <laughs> You're so cute. I just remember the first thing. It was like uh, Jeremy went for a, a little uh, quick potty break and then you're like all right i'm gonna stick with this mon- mon- monkey clown face right here and yeah. i just smiled big i was like yeah baby it was good i guess the two of us just the two of us i i never quite understood why we put the cinder blocks right in front of my drum set though until yeah. like month like a month later i probably was like oh okay i get it now yeah to keep him from smashing forward because you slam hard like king fucking kong or dave girl same shit yeah the power of Thor right there. It's like the, yeah. ha- the hammer just gets drop, really... Drop the hammer, bro. Yeah, you're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> uh, but, like... Yeah. Paul hits hard. Yeah. I used to beat the shit out of his guitar like I... Or his drums. Like, I like to beat the shit out of my guitar. Cody? Let's go through a lot of strings. Paul? <laughs> I, I want to know, what made you get into guitar? You know, honestly, I gotta say that you're the only one... Uh, one of the few music- uh, musicians I have in this podcast, or... I- 
had in this podcast and I'm, that's why I'm kind of also really excited because I just love interviewing musicians like in general it's great <laughs> to talk about music oh yeah listen smell just uh, enjoy the music can you smell yeah. the ensemble so this is this, this is something that's new to me and I l- personally love learning so let's get on to it dude what made you get into guitar dude well to be honest my earliest memory of it was um I think my no, I think my parents were doing or my mom and her boyfriend old old John we call him were doing uh some like deep house cleaning or some shit. But I had my old shitty guitar um that I that they'd gotten me for Christmas or something. <laughs> Not and, shitty, huh? Yeah, it was pretty shitty. It wasn't made out of plastic. It was real wood, but um, which I don't, I've never seen a fucking plastic guitar, like an actual plastic guitar, so I don't know what these people are talking about. You hit a shitty plastic guitar, but whatever, I digress. But I remember I was sitting on the staircase, or just the little little platform, a couple ste- steps up uh, in the front of the door on inside the house, and they were playing um, Santana. Oh, okay. And I had my guitar, and I just thought it was the coolest sound I'd ever heard. I thought it was the coolest sound I'd ever heard. Put that little gain up. Sorry. Take a little if you can. Yeah, Take a little. Story time. Sorry. Do you want to hear it or not? And uh, I just grabbed my guitar and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I just, I just loved what I was doing. And I just felt it. It just felt right. I just sat there for hours the whole time while they were doing that and I just. It was the music was so loud I couldn't hear what the fuck I was playing. I was just, I was just open strumming all the fucking strings and just putting my fingers over it. It terrible, but you know I was Santana in those moments. And then uh, it was later when my mom finally got married to my now father at when I was eight. Um, um, when I was I think I was twelve. Yeah, I was twelve years old and and or no yeah, in my. My dad puts on this movie called The Last The Last Waltz. It's a movie about um, a band called The Band. Okay. And The Band is like one of the most legendary bands of all time. Like they're just very underrated. Well, most people don't really know about The Band. Um, but you know that song. Down on Grimble Creek, sitting on I don't know all the words, but or uh, take a load off and do 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 do. Take a load for free. Take a load off and hey, hey, hey. Put, nice. the load, put the load right on me. Preaching to the choir. Basically. So I uh, I watched that movie with my dad and I just saw them just, just all these musicians connecting up on stage and connecting with this crowd, with this music. And I thought it was just the most pure and powerful thing I'd ever witnessed in my short life as of then in my 12 years still to this day I think is one of the coolest it's one of the coolest things and I've since experienced it but um firsthand but uh it was that moment where I was like I want a guitar I want to play music I want to be a rock star right (laughs) and then my dad got me a Dean black it was all black um finished Dean with white um trim Sexy guitar. Didn't play that sexy, but I didn't know at the time. But it was plug-in, so it was sick. Nice. 
So what's a uh, song pro- uh, songwriting process like for you? Fuck. So the way it used to be was that I would um, <laughs> the way I would work is I would just like take a nap. Okay. Because um, just the moment I'm about to fall asleep, I would have like some elaborate, like lucid dream of me like on stage with a band playing a song that I wrote and in front of thousands of people <laughs> and it's well-known recognized song and and that song I know in my conscious mind is not real yet but and once I realized that then I'd wake up and and be like shit and I just hum as much of it as I can get out and then I would just fill in the rest later. Okay. Just write a just write a song, even if it didn't end up being the whole song that I heard in my in or played in my dream. That's how it used to be. And then eventually I've honed my craft, you know, gotten more influence. And um now I you know, now I kinda just it's kinda like I just fill my heart with a with a yearning desire to write write a song right. with the with the feeling and and I think the the inspiration for most of my songs comes from I mean like I'm obviously I'm very uh most anybody who knows me knows like you knows that I'm very 90s grunge oriented that's where my main influence comes yeah. from so and also I haven't had you know like most people I haven't had a very easy go of it I've had some shitty cards dealt in in my dealt to me in my life, and um, but you know I've overcome those battles, but not without struggle, obviously. And and basically, it's just I just got uh, I don't know I just got this power and just developed this voice, and uh, I, I'm always reminded of that when when people tell me I've heard. People say shit like, "Dude, love listening to you. Pl- love listening to you, listening to you play, Cody. Because when you sing, bro, it's just it's just got so much balls. <laughs> so so much testosterone." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess. Okay, I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, it's just very, it's just very powerful, and it's just because there's a lot of pain, yeah, in there." Did you always have it? Uh, had a vision of what your music was going to be like. So that that's ever evolving, um, and that that as a musician you have to accept, especially as a songwriter. Yeah. There else you will not grow to any potential that you might possibly reach or want to reach, and the potential that you might possibly reach is nine times out of ten far greater than the one. The potential you want to reach, so yeah. just stay open-minded and open to change. But um, shit, what was the question again? Well, like, yeah, I almost forgot the question. Um, yeah, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Q and A. There you go. <laughs> no, like, uh, the question was like, have you always had a vision for like the music that you've wanted to? Right, right, right. 
Um, and the second question also is like, was it has it been a struggle to find like-minded musicians? Because I get that a lot of people are saying you have to go through a whole list of like shitty ass musicians yeah. in order to find like the good ones. It's yeah. just kind of like a bad relation, like yeah. in order to get that good one. Like yeah, it, you're. You know, you're bound you, to be in that mud pit with all these fuckers. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's definitely the way it goes. You, you know, every time, like even when you're looking for your first band, like I, I actually, I got pretty lucky because my best, fr- I have happened to find out that my best friend, you know, when I was in high school, my best friend in high school, Manny Lemus, he was this ex fucking um, gangster slash drug dealer. He used to come to school twacked out of his mind um but it's now what went straight um just happened to be a a, an all-around virtuoso um he was trained by his dad from five years old to be able to play sax um uh yeah sax trumpet bass guitar and drums okay and and not just play them dude like he could wail on all of them, he was he was amazing. Really? Yeah, it's nuts. But uh, but he was a he was a god on the drums. That's for sure. Oh, nice. And I used I needed a drummer, and I used him. He was the best drummer around, so by far. So and then I met another guy, who just picked up the bass, but he was very, um, just like very. He just naturally inclined. His family is uh, very musical. His father was a recording engineer. Um, and then my first guitarist was David Knopf. Nice. Shout uh, out to David Knopf. Shout listening. out to David Knopf. Fucking killer ass. Yeah, that guitarist. dude's badass. Yeah, that guy <laughs> just fucking... does the crazy solos like Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix and, Steve and Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Wrapped into one. That, <laughs> oh my God, crazy. Reincarnated. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, and then me. And... We fucking. So it was a good experience. How long yeah. did that uh, last? It was about a. It was about a year. It was a. Uh, I think it was my junior year. It might have spilled over into senior year, but I think we kind of. Yeah, yeah, it was senior year, and then after high school. Um, David was gonna go play soccer. That never ended up happening, apparently. But. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Fuck. And then my bassist, soccer to just yeah. you're like I'm gonna be a fucking guitarist, dude. Yeah. And then my bassist Connor West, um, he he ended up doing his own thing, and then Manny went off to join the Marines. Oh, okay. Did signed up for five fucking years. Jane. Crazy. Damn, right after that, eighteen in the life of running. That's crazy, dude. But yeah, bands getting people together is such a nightmare because you have to especially as the the songwriter and you're the songwriter it's your project usually you know if, if you're just the front man like if you're the Bon Jovi you know Bon Jovi's um, thing that was that was his he literally owned Bon Jovi um, everybody else was in the band was just an employee so as as the the main um, I guess creator of the project, it's all on you, right? So you gotta, you you gotta find the musicians. You gotta book the shows. Luckily, if your fellow musicians are 
awesome and down for the cause too, like you are, Paul, then they'll help with the shows. Um, you gotta, you got, but you, uh, the thing that always bothered me about it is I have to retrain new people every time I get a new band to play these songs. And if you don't have them recorded, oh, it's such a pain in the ass. Then you, yeah, then, then you have to literally start from scratch. Start from scratch. Um, I always feel like it Record was, your fucking songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all you musicians that are yeah. starting to learn. Uh, I always felt like it was always the hardest for the person who wants it the most. Because that same person is yes. the one that has to fucking organize. Has to make sure when's everyone available. Right. And then on top of that, I feel like even that same person is the one that gets the gigs and does all right. that. Yeah. Well, and also they're, in their minds, they're, all, they're a hundred steps ahead. They're already at a show. In their mind, they're already rocking out at the fucking Roxy. Meanwhile, everybody else is still in the mood or rudimentary steps, learning learning the first fucking verse yeah. of the first song, and so it's it it takes a serious um, amount of patience to have to keep doing that. That's why you, that's why it's best to find someone you really vibe with well. There you go, me and Paul. Here and uh, and then like you know just stick with them, you know you you know bring them on to like every one of your projects. Dude, that's why that's why I wanted us to like uh, get us a show already. Like I want us to get us prepared. Like I was visioning like all right, all it takes is one month, and I guarantee we could be ready for a show. Which we, what, we knocked down two shows in October, like late October. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah, October month, dude. Halloween season. And then we just kept getting shows. And then some of them were kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. The Vincenzo Pizza was like, dude, I feel like I'm playing. I'm catering for Chuck E. Cheese right now. It's (laughs) the fucking weird. Not like the robotic (laughs) monster band. This the Everything about that was just so weird. It was like the fact that it was everyone sitting down. Um, oh, dude! And the there was only was... one mic. It, you couldn't even hear ourselves. Yeah, the PA was trash. Yeah, the PA Your was... snare fucking took, snapped. Yeah, my snare took a snap, and I was like, "Oh, dude!" Like, I said this pop. And the, the, we went with it. Yeah, it this, too this bad, show dude. could have not gotten get any worse, <laughs> and it did. And I was like, "I hope." We never fucking play this place again. But it was an experience, and I love that. Yeah, I, I was glad to say, like, hey, we got to play Vengeance Pizzas, and that was great. Yeah, we got to play at some places that great I, I never thought we'd play. Uh, that brewery over uh, Telco, is that correct? Yeah, that was a sick ass show, dude. That was a great show. Loved that like the show. fact that uh, right behind me was like gallons of wine. Yeah, and, and I was beer. Like, oh, beer! And yeah. It smelled so good. Brewery. I was like, oh, dude, it smells. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're not a winery. Fuck my wine. life. <laughs> yeah, but uh, sipping wine while they listen to hard rock. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was try so, jazz. It was so good. <laughs> but I, I I just remember the last show that we ever played was at the Legion Hall. And it was, I think that to me that one was a special one, one was because that was the first time you saw me rocked out. And I just remember I was like, yeah, that uh, was my first time ever it, playing Legion dude, Hall too. It, it was just like, it makes sense. And I'd it, always wanted to since my junior year in high school. Yeah. And I just remember uh, the owner of like, the, the guy who that. sets up the show, shout out to Andy. He asked me, he's like, um, would you be down to play? And if so, what time? And I'm like, all right, 
I'm down, Sick. but can I get my other band? And he's like, oh, you have another band? He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, I think this would be nice. And, and we fucking killed it. And it was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I want to I get skip forward. I want to know. I want everyone to know. What is Age of Outrage? What does that mean to you? How would you come up with the name? Like, oh, my God. What is that brand, you know? Because I've always been curious, too. I don't know if I've ever heard the... The, so the whole story. Dude. I mean, Age of Outrage, I would say, is just like pretty much my fucking attitude of life. I feel towards the modern world. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's an age of outrage. This this life is like it's really out fucking outrageous, and it's or the you know modern society. It's this reality that we live in these days is unbelievable. It's outrageous. Just the the bullshit that is going around, like the lack of responsibility that world leaders are taking when it comes when it comes to the matter of just just uh, just you know life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, the American fucking dream. I mean, there's no respect for it or attention being given to it anymore. They've achieved it. By stepping on the toes and heads of of the of the weak, the in the needy, and they think that makes them powerful, but uh, a kingdom of uh, a kingdom of peasants is not a fucking kingdom. Right, I agree. It, it's a it's it's a dictatorship, and it's weak. You're only as strong as your weakest link. And as a nation, it's a body of people. And if everybody is united like we're supposedly, like that we're supposed to be, the United States, we are not fucking united. No. At all. We might as well be different countries. And we all, we're all divided and, and, you know, pit against each other. Because through through the bullshit that's fed to us in the media, to think, you know, to 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 make us think that these people over there in fucking the mid the in the the Midwest are you know stupid hillbillies or something. They're not. I've met them. I've I've met plenty of people. What they would call hillbillies. Well. Actually, that's not as much of a derogatory term as you would think, not to them at least. But um, they're actually insanely smart. Still people. Their accent has just... If you notice that the country accent in, in the mindset of people in like California, that's we all see that. We hear that accent and we think, wow, that dude's probably not very smart. Yeah, like we right? assume that they're dumb. And that's been fed to us. We've been conditioned to think that way through the media, through the shows we've watched. Netflix and fucking chill, dude. It's it's weapons of mass distraction. Boom. Yeah. And that's we've been brainwashed. Some of the most intelligent people I have ever met, especially technologically advanced, I should say, are are people are are people that we would see as hillbillies, so called. Um they, you, you'll find more hillbillies working at, in NASA <laughs> than you than than you would think. 
Yeah, quite frankly, our problems here in this country is just fucking well, that's pathetic. Just it's, it's just pathetic. Uh, but so all like these, everything that's going on is like eventually just fed up, and this is kind of how the name, or not even the name, just the, the product of of Age of Outrage. Like, yeah, how, like you just it's it sounds like you were kind of like. Just so done with everything, and and yeah. it, it's just more of like, would you say more anger is like influence in this, right? Of a, a way of expressing of like well, how see, you want to show your music to the yeah. people. Well, see, anybody who's heard our music, I would say, knows that you know what I'm talking about in most of our songs. Like my main influences are are love, heartbreak, um, and sex. <laughs> I mean, Fair enough, everyone. I'm, I'm a dude. So yeah, I'm a dude. I'm she's human. a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lola, la 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 la. Um. But uh, but it's it's through it's mainly through I like I would say that the name of the band is mainly expressed through the um. Through the passion and the and the and the vibration, like the the emotions you get that are registered that are registered through the sound right. of the music itself, and 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 my and my voice, just the power that's being um, released, you know, yeah, you gotta, basically fucking shot at the crowd. You gotta release it. Yeah. Same thing when you're about to come, right? Dropping bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's a lot of feedback. <laughs> he likes it. Um, <laughs> you've had this uh, idea, the name of Age of Outrage. Well, when when did you first come up with that? Um, not too long before I found you. Really? So it was like probably a year before. Well, see, I had, <laughs> I've become quite, quite good at. I make coming up with band names um, because I've since I was a kid since I started playing guitar I had a whole vision right you know I'm gonna have a band you know what's the name gonna be it had always been my kryptonite trying to figure out the fucking band name I couldn't find a good one um, but I knew I eventually I would find the right one <laughs> but I, I came up with names my first band was called Lucky or or it was called Sure Thing. Really? Yeah. And uh, my bassist thought it was gay, but fuck him. <laughs> Nobody else cared. <laughs> and uh, he, he was very opinionated. Um, but, uh, and then uh, and then I went with Abacus Down. Because Abacus is the thing you use to, like, um, to, like, calculate. It's the ancient Greeks used it to calculate for their... For their pillars in their giant, you know, coliseum type, fucking towers, man caves. So I figured, you know, that's coming down. You know, I thought it was badass. So it's kind of so I weren't really into that. But then um, I kind of at one point I kind of stole this name uh, from this other chick who was never gonna make a band out of it. Right. Um, called Rat Poison for Willie. And then my bassist thought that was fucking awesome. 
He's like, yeah, dude, was totally taking that band name. And everybody else was like, no. It's a <laughs> terrible fucking band name. <laughs> Con- Connor is Connor is dumb. <laughs> but uh like, okay. I can't make it, can't make everyone happy. And then uh and then I don't know, dude, I had I had so many, like I had some cool ones though. I still have a list. Right. But um, eventually I came up with Strangest Angels, like uh, like the line from, what's it called? Uh, from the Boys Don't Cry. Boys Don't Cry. What's oh, The Cure? The Cure. Um, yeah, it's one of their songs. Uh, Strangest Angels. Da, da, da. Yeah. Anyway, but I thought that was would be a great band name. And that was after I came up with Age of Outrage. I was still iffy because I had gone through so many fucking band names. Right. I didn't, you know, I had gotten so jaded. I didn't even know what was good anymore. I think it's a good name. Everybody responded to Age of Outrage. It stuck and stuck to you till this day. It really stuck, yeah. And when they hear it, they're like, damn, dude, that sounds very... And then I got, you know, I I landed the the handle on Instagram and everywhere else. You're like the coach and you find all the superstars. Yeah, I got, yeah. You know how to like pick and match and then eventually, now here we are, we got... Myself and then question mark who the basis is. You'll find out in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna share that right yeah, now. Yeah, you're gonna, you're you're gonna, gonna have to wait. Find bitches. Out. Yeah. <laughs> when do we? When to expect release of the new stuff? Oh, coming so, fall maybe October. Um, yeah, but the goal. Not until next year. Not until next year. I'm gonna wait because I I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping that um, that this corona bull, this corona shit will be done, laid the fuck out and passed in our wake by then. But if it's not, whatever. It's just when I'm gonna have the money to get it to get it properly mastered, and then and then we're gonna you're gonna have some radio quality age of outrage to listen to. Ah, so phenomenal. he's being smart, guys. He's waiting. To the day it happens. Yeah. He's basically like a movie director. He's like, you're going to have to fucking wait for a net. You're like uh, teasing us. Like basically like every two years we're going to see Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. You're like one of those. Thanks, prick. (laughs) We just want to hear some stuff. And then you got to make us wait until next year. Great. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. As if 2020 couldn't have been any more shittier. Yeah. We just want some good things and music for once. But, but. Um, with the new basis that we're gonna be wor- that we're working with right yeah. now, will he be um, introduced to the world? He yes, he will be introduced. Hopefully, we're gonna be playing a uh, show in um, Port Winnemi. Port Winnemi Oxnard. Yes, that's a show to be announced as well, folks. Yes, it. Yeah, let it let it be our, fence, our our show of the year. Fuck it, I, I can care yeah. less. One show is sauteing. Is that on Halloween? Dude, I could try to make it Halloween. If it's on Halloween, that'd be perfect because then our guy can make it. Because it's on a Saturday. Should make oh, it on Halloween. Oh, yeah. it's on. Dude, that would be sick. Yeah, and then on Halloween, I mean, during Corona, you might as well. I mean, come on. Makes sense. I'm going to share that. Yeah, I'm going to spread the word. So I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Make so it happen. Also, we're, we're, record, we're working on a song that we're going to be recording as a single, and that will be played at that show. So you'll, you'll get a sneak peek at a song that we won't be hearing again, um, at least not live, 
for a while. And Expect to see yeah. some killer photos of the whole yeah. redecorated band. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Age of Outrage hits fucking hard. Still moving forward. That's the plan. Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of this. Yeah. Especially this new stuff. It's like, damn, dude, just blew my tits away. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Literally, Robert Smith. They're yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Holy shit, really. Come back. Juanita just mopped him up. Yeah. <laughs> well. Wait, wait. Glad we got that way. And I like to call this certain time right now the Q&A questions where the guest asks the host some few questions. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because I've been doing a lot of time. Well, I know you've been doing time. I, yeah, I did not mind. Um, so you got any questions of mine, Cody? I mean, lay it on me, dude. I'm down. I, I figure it. I, why not? Try it out the Q&A. It sucks. Right. It sucks. Let's see here. My half bad skin? No, I'm not half bad skin. You ever done anal? Have I ever done anal? <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I have not done anal. Well, what are you thinking? What am I thinking? Yeah. No, I mean, I just go straight to the... With the puss. P? Yeah. The puss. Yeah, the puss. Um, I mean... Yeah, I, that's not what I meant. So I mean, have you ever done anal? <laughs> Have I ever done anal? Like, I'm really trying to figure out what where this is getting at. Like, I've been analyzed or, or like, I've been analyzed? First of all, I want to ask been analyzed. This, would you take the, the Would you take the raping or would you rape the... Uh, would you rape yourself? Rape myself? <laughs> Not yourself. Would yes, you, I would rape myself. Would you myself. do the raping or would you take I'm it? I'm in love with myself. No, no, I'm asking. Shit out would of you me. take the raping or would you rape... Or would you be the, like... What kind the, of question is that? I'm the just, raver? The rapist? Fuck, fuck it, dude. I'm just, I'm just saying... Of course I'd be the rapist. All right. Nobody wants gun, to get raped. All right. I mean... Hypothetically... the so-called fantasy. Life-threatened situation. Oh, gun in your head. You're either going to either take the rape, or take it up the butt, or you're going to do all the action. Choose. Take it up the butt. Wait, what? <laughs> this question's getting really weird. It's up. It's I'm gonna, I'm gonna you're getting threatened it. right now. Okay. It's like, either way, you're going to have to choose. If you don't choose any, your fucking life's being taken away. So what are my options? You're either taking it up the butt or you're doing the the clackers. Yeah. I'm 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 dunking my magic stick. All right. For well, sure. All right. So that we got that set up. Anyways. Like, what do you mean? All right. So what's your serious question? Are you half Mexican? Am I half Mexican? No, I'm not half Mexican. Are you half Venezuelan? No. Are you half Latin lover? Do I love Latins or am I? No, are you half Latin lover? Yes. Okay, so what are you then? Argentinian? Close. You're close. You're close. You're you're in the right continent. You're Uh, in the right continent. Are are you uh, El Salvadorian? No, you're going below. That's Central America. Guadalajaran? No, you're going to Central America. No, Guadalajara, that's in Mexico. That's a city. Okay. And then we're, so, no, then, we're basically th- a people. So you're <laughs> claiming that I'm a Mexican, but I'm so, not. Mexican. So you're you're higher than Mexico. I'm, I'm, I'm South America. You're in the right continent when you say Argentina, but I'm not Argentina. What am I missing? So Dude, you got countries. a lot of countries in South I, America. I know, but there's so many, I don't remember them all. Think of one of the seven nation uh, wonders. Oh my god. Where do people you love Costa Rican? No. That's Central America. Where do people love to go when they want go hiking? Like they think of like the mountains. Like see they think of Incas. What country is that? Where Incas are at? You're Mayan? 
The fuck? I am not. That's Mexican, bro. Incan. Inca is from a certain country. I'm not. I'm not sure where that is right now. I'm blanking. Jesus, bro. I'm Peruvian. You're Peruvian? Yeah, I Peruvian. would not have guessed that. No. I'm, um... I guess well, Peruvians are... Yeah, okay. Peruvians are Latin lovers. Yeah. That's... Yeah, okay. So, Learn something new every day. So, there you go. The... The answer has been cleared. I'm... I'm now you know. Because you've been wondering why... Now we all know. Finally, we know how... How, uh... Paul gets his fantastic tan. <laughs> yeah, everyone wonders, like... Your name is White... You don't look white. You look pretty tan. I'm like, what are you? It's like I know it could be Italian, but it's not Italian. Yeah. yeah so I'm like, no well, way you're all you're all Caucasian. You're all European no. mutt. No, my dad definitely not. Dad's side, um, Burns comes from Scotland, but yeah, I don't really have that much name blood. like that, huh? Oh yeah, Burns comes like, from yeah, Burns. Mac comes Burns. From, yeah, Mr. Burns comes from Scotland. Anyways, it used to be Mac Burns, I guarantee. Yeah, and then. Uh, they took the Mac out of there, so they so, wouldn't be seen as peasants or as low class. A lot of people did that. Right. Is, is that all the questions? I know you have a... You get three questions. You asked... Fuck you. Me. You asked me way more than that. No, no, no. Because no. like, I'm already... I want to speed this up, and I want to... It's, it's another topic I want to talk about. But anyways, oh, we got one... Well, one. then, yeah, jump to the... Um, I got one more. Yeah. Should I just end this Q&A? <laughs> Tell me about the first time you lost your, uh, yeah, tell me about the first time you lost your virginity, and then tell me about the second time you lost your virginity. All right, let's talk about losing virginity. All right, so I was 17 when I lost it in high school. Oh, good for you. It was my first high school sweetheart. Oh, good. Was she a virgin too? Yeah. Oh, that's great. So she so happened to be a virgin And you guys were in love? Yeah. That's fantastic. Right now. Dude, that's perfect. Yeah. Lost it. Oh my God, it's beautiful. It was amazing. And then the second so time. So jealous. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> not it, go that way for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's not in love. She's I mean, not my high school sweetheart. We it, were in high school. I mean, it's I 50, it's 50 50. It's either it, it's your lover or not. Who cares? Definitely not. Sex is sex at the, at, when you were young. But second time no, was more love, my. Huh? When you're in love, it's great. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. My second time, I gotta say, it was pretty sweet because it was like a rebound. It was after I was done with my five-year relationship. She just so happened to get, like, come into my life. And then it's like, bam, we met. And went to her birthday dinner. And then... Straight to the sex. And straight to the sex. And it was amazing. Yeah. It, it was <sighs> fucking... fucking hot, dude. It was great, dude. So, yeah. Having, having that moment... I, I honestly want to say that was a key point in my life. But, um... Good for you, man. What... What's sex like to you, uh, Cody? What do you... What is... What is sex, to be honest? Is it like your most desirable dreams come true? Like, yes. I honestly want to figure out why some people are so obsessed with sex. Like, share the world. Hardwired to uh, procreate, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, it's probably in our DNA, to be honest. Like, Well, especially gotta, as men, but... Yeah, you gotta accept the fact. We're the hunters, but... Uh, I don't know. Just always been that way. I think it's genetic. Get it from my dad. He was a horn dog too. Nice. My biological father. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. What's Uh, your and? Okay, so we said sex is life. Yeah, sex is life. What's your idea of a first date? If you were to have with another girl, like right now, Um, uh, like 
I'm just gonna say for me right now, it, it's always been a show I love. That song "Rock Show" from Blink One Eighty Two is has always been inspiration to me. Like the girl that you meet, yeah. the girl you meet at a rock show is like wow. Yeah, that's dope. Um, I got yeah. I guess my ideal first date would be have to be kind of like that. I didn't know I was gonna be on a date with her. No, neither one of us knew we were gonna be on a date with each other until later that day. We, met, you know, we just or that night we met at a fucking like at like at a rock show or something, and then we just happened to click up and spend the whole night together. We just happened to we just realized at the end of it that we just spent a whole night on a date with each other, and really? we just met that night, and we're just totally surprised by each other, and then. And then, uh, you know, and then at, you know, at the end, whether I get a kiss or not, doesn't matter. She'll probably give me a kiss on the cheek. That's fine. But then, uh, then I'll be like, wait, I didn't get your number. And then I'll, you know, I'll look in my hand and she handed me a note and said, give me your number or some shit, you know, that would be an ideal first date. That would be sick. Truly, um, uh, Spontaneous. Yes, I do agree. Yeah, just like, I mean, that's how I want to live my life, dude. I don't like having a plan. I, I think those want, are the best days when it's like less planning. Yeah, I just want to make life happen. Like, I just want to be like, can I want to do this that, today. If we can all agree that we should never, like, we should take the word uh, date in general and we should just be like, because I, I personally like more of hang out. Let's hang out and like, let's just. See where the random world is going to take us. Yeah, let's just see where they're saying. There's a lot of pressure in the in the the term date. I think that's but why people don't like. Yeah, don't even like going on dates. And I feel quote, yeah. quote unquote like I feel you, men and women both feel that same pressure when it comes to the term date. But if you say you just want to hang out, like you just you're hang out, out you yeah. know, get get a coffee or get some ice cream. Fuck yeah, it, you, know, you go on a date when you're already in a relationship. Like that's a date in my opinion. Well, yeah. that's how I see. Or, it's like, or hey, you're. Your one fucking reason for dating in your mind is just to is just to be searching for somebody compatible to you enough to have to make childrens and ha- make children and have a family and live out the rest of your life with like my ex. Yeah, that was her whole reason for dating, and it was never just to enjoy being with somebody. And that, to be honest, it's really sad, but. Whatever. Um, I feel bad for the dude she marries because she's just going to forget all about him once he gets her babies. <laughs> but <laughs> that's whatever, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm not God, I'm not part of that. that. Well, I see. Yeah. Some women just trip me the fuck out. You know what really that trips me out? Is when, me. is when women, uh, like, I, it never makes sense, but when they state that. They fucking hate men, but still are obsessed with men. Like, the whole feminism idea... Sorry, I'm not trying to bag on women right now, but it just doesn't make sense. I'm just going to, like, say it out there. It's just fucking stupid. That's a lot of thoughts going... Me saying fuck women, but yet I'm still, like, trying to get their attention... I don't know. It's just very hypocritical contradiction. There's a lot of thoughts going on in a woman's life. Like, you can't say screw men when you don't even know half of the men in this world. You know, right. just because one bad one bad apple doesn't lead to all these yeah. other bad apples. There's going to yeah. be Prince Charming for you, and you know, and it's a well known fact that you know whether girls want to admit it or not, they get in their own way. And in a totally, you know, before 
before a relationship even starts. And then in a totally opposite way, dudes get in their own way too. By by focusing too much on their lust and not being strong enough to see the the great beauty that they have in front of them. Exactly. A woman who's willing to sit there and li- deal with their bullshit all the time because dudes are full of shit. Mark my words. And but we always end up fucking it up when we could have you know, just listened. Yeah. And just don't what she asked. I don't know. It's dumb. It's dumb. Oh, and we have a... Oh, hello. We have a guest right now. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> Cody's mother. Hello, Cody's mother. How are you doing? We're doing a podcast right now. Would you like to be a part of it? Or say something on the mic? Where's Jack, by the way? Hey, guys. Jack uh, is getting into a trash can. Right and, that's Cody, and that's Cody's mother right there. Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey. Hi, Mom. Sweet women. Very supportive. Yeah, uh, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Get it, Jack! Get it! Get it, Mom! Get him. I think it would clarify a lot, dude. You know, I gotta say, we've been at this for over 50 minutes, and I'm proud to say this has been a well podcast episode. You know, I'd love to continue, but I'm out of ideas to talk about, dude. So, any last thing to say before we end this, Cody? I just gotta say, it's been a pleasure having you here. We're gonna definitely do this again. I'm definitely having you. Oh. Yeah. And we might have the I'm done. special surprise as the basis that you might not know. Oh. So he might be a part of this too. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm like, I love having multiple, multiple people on podcasts. Too. So down with that yeah. idea. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. That'd be cool. Yeah. Some... What I really love is just like the debates and different like, yeah. kind of yeah. approach of opinions. It's just. Oh, yeah. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. wrong. (laughs) But yeah, any last word, any last thing you got to say, Cody? Word. Word. Where can we find you? Um, Where can we find your music? Oh. Well, I've got, I mean, on Instagram, I've got, I've got plenty of, uh, um, little, you know, videos of me playing, um, some songs and, that I that I just wrote on acoustic or something, but um, you can also find music that I do have recorded right now on pretty much any streaming platform, all of them, honestly. Um, biggest ones, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, um, and uh, I'm also uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I originally was. So you can find it there too if you really want to. But yeah, I, I've got an EP out there, six songs. Um, it's pretty good. Recorded it with Chet Nordskog. Shout out to Tret, Chet Nordskog. Shout out to Chet. You're the yeah. chettiest of all Chets. Great guy to work with. Chet. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a drummer, he'll play the he'll play drums for you. He'll record drums for you. Um, does a great job. He's really good at feeling out yes. what you're going for, and uh, make a quick a quick day of it. And he's and he's not too he's not too expensive. Yeah. But yeah, so Instagram, Spotify, you heard folks. Uh, be on the lookout for videos and again, photos and show support. Honestly, in this time of need, small artists, local small businesses are dying for any of your support right now, especially in these hard times. So please, for fuck's sakes, go out to whatever the hell you go to and then just tag them. You know, just give them a compliment because that's what I've been doing, honestly. I go somewhere new and I'm just like, hey, I'm going to tag you and they just appreciate the shit out of it. So 
just do it, you know. Oh, yeah. The world, the last thing you want to be is selfish. The world needs kindness, for fuck's sake. And yeah, just stay, just just stay sane and just be yourself, because the world's not all dark and gloomy, you know, like fucking Seattle. It's it's actually happy if you actually dig through the hole. You'll realize, like, yeah. wow, I'm not so much of a piece a of shit. Whole new world. Exactly. Stay classy, my friends. Anyways, this is World Madness Thing. Thank you for staying tuned for another episode. I'm your host, Paul Burns. And my guest, Cody Hits. The one and only. And we'll we'll see you again. Or we'll see you around. Fuck, I fucked that up. Anyway. Again. Yeah, again. again. For the bazillion time. Bazinga. Again. Bazinga. <laughs> Bazinga.